The following program is an exclusive sports presentation of News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5 News Gazette Media Stations. Two minutes to go. Illinois 71, Michigan State 68. Out top is Io. Long, long three. Got another one. He got another one. Fighting Illini game day is on the air. The countdown to tip-off is underway with the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. Your first look and in-depth preview of today's contest here on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, the flagship home for Fighting Illini basketball. Right corner, three block by Aaron Jordan. Picked up by Georgie Mishanishvili. Oh, what a play by Aaron Williams to Georgie at the free throw line, drive, down the lane, and slams it in. Three, gonna have to shoot it with two, a long, long three. Oh, he got it! He got it! And that's gonna end the half, and listen to the roar! Now, from our Illini game day studios in Champaign, here's your host, Scott Beatty. Good morning, Illini fans. Welcome into Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. See the folks at Rudy Wealth Management for all your retirement planning and investment needs. Rudy Wealth Management voted number one in the People's Choice Awards. We are taking you up to an 11 a.m. tip at the Bryce Jordan Center in University Park between Brad Underwood's Fighting Illini, 11 and 19 overall, 7 and 12 in the Big Ten, 1 and 8 on the road, taking on Pat Chambers's. Penn State Nittany Lions, the Lions 13 and 17, 6 and 13 in the Big Ten, 8 and 6 in home games. Both teams going in opposite directions as we conclude the regular season. The Illini have lost four of their last five. The Penn State Lions have won four of their last five. Penn State is a seven-point favorite in this ballgame, which will have Big Ten tournament seeding implications for the Illini. How you doing, everybody? I am Tim Dittman in our game day studios on News Talk 1400 and Light Rock 97.5, filling in once again for Scott Beatty, who is on the road with Fighting Illini Baseball. Lauren Tate is alongside. Evan Kahn is helping us out behind the scenes. Lauren, regular season finale. What a long, strange trip it's been. Yeah, it's been up and down, certainly. And, uh, of course, it was down the last time Illinois played Penn State, which wasn't long ago, February 23, 83-76. Penn State won the game. They only shot 60 free throws in that game, no fouling. They just decided to shoot a lot of free throws. <laughs> and uh, Illinois just uh, wasn't with it. Um, the defense of Illinois the last few games, even against the Northwestern team, which they won that game, but – I was very disturbed by the way they played defense, and then they came out against Indiana and gave up 52 points in the first half, and they just looked like they'd fallen apart defensively. What do you think? The final against Indiana this past Thursday at State Farm Center, 92-74. Hoosiers pretty much controlled that one the entire game. And the term that you and Steve Kelly used yesterday on Saturday Sports Talk on our AM side, News Talk 1400, overguarding. The Illini did a lot of overguarding in that well, Indiana they, game. Well, they get caught out of position. Uh, you know, the idea is to steal the ball, and that's wonderful. But if you don't give a little room, it allows people to dribble around you. And I, I think a lot of the opposing teams are just dropping their offenses and just driving and uh, trying to get the ball in deep against Georgia, of course. And and in this particular game, there's a, a really bad matchup because uh, Lamar Stevens is one of the best players in the league. He's averaging 20 points a game, and he's uh, he's just a, 
a strong rebounder, strong inside player. He doesn't shoot many threes. He can, he's made a few, but he doesn't shoot many. But mostly he's just an interior player who, along with Watkins, who, is, who had a terrific game against Illinois here, uh, that's a good one-two punch they have inside that Illinois has trouble matching. The last time Illinois beat Penn State was back in 2015. The Illini do lead the all-time series 28-18. Penn State coming off a victory over Rutgers 66-65 this past Wednesday at home. Penn State blew a 20-point lead in that yeah. ball game, but hung on to win. Yeah, they had a big lead. Looked like they were going to win and going away, but Rutgers made a heck of a rally and had some shots late that could have won the game, but um, Penn State hung on. Penn State a good team in transition and they play a lot of ball pressure defense as well we'll get more into that as the show goes along we are off and rolling on fighting Illini game day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show 11 o'clock tip at the Bryce Jordan Center Illinois and Penn State in the regular season finale Brian Barnhart and Trent Meacham have the call Trent is subbing in for Dion Thomas and Doug Altenberger who had conflicts today couldn't make the trip so good to hear Trent Meacham on the broadcast. We will take a timeout, have plenty more for you. We'll hear from Trent Frazier. We'll hear from Brad Underwood. We've got our keys to the game. We'll tell you all about the Big Ten tournament seating scenarios, and later on we'll have the coach's corner. Brian Barnhart gets the scout from assistant coach Orlando Antigua. It's all coming up on Fighting Illini Game Day. That's just the biggest thing of our team. You know, we need that. You know, we need guys, you know, to uh, be able to, you know, fly around and talk to each other out there because, you know, um, that's just how, that's just what we do and that's what, what the coaches want us to do. So, you know, just following the game plan, we got to do a better job with that. Trent Frazier talking to the media yesterday before the team departed for the coast on what went wrong in that Indiana game, what needs to get right for the regular season finale. Today it's Illinois and Penn State, 11 o'clock tip at the Bryce Jordan Center in University Park. Tim Dittman, Lauren Tate with you in our game day studios as Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues. The Illini 7-12 and 12 in the Big Ten with the Big Ten tournament starting next week. Here are the latest scenarios. If the Illini beat Penn State today, the Illini will clinch a first-round bye. In other words, not play on Wednesday. Illinois would be the eighth seed and play number 9 seed Ohio State if Indiana and Ohio State both lose today. Illinois would be the 9 seed and play 8 seed Minnesota if Indiana loses and Ohio State wins today. Illinois is the 10 seed and will play 7 seed Ohio State if Indiana and Ohio State both win today. Illinois is the 10 seed and will play 7 seed Minnesota if Indiana wins and Ohio State loses. Again, those are all the scenarios if Illinois wins today. You just lost me. All I know is if they don't win today, they play Wednesday. <laughs> That's the main thing. Well, I'm getting to that. If the okay. Illini lose today, then Illinois would play in the first round on Wednesday. Illinois would be the 11 seed and will play 14 seed Northwestern if Indiana wins today. Illinois is the 12 seed and will play 13 seed Nebraska if Indiana loses today. Now you're probably wondering, I rattled off all those teams, who's playing who today? Rutgers plays Indiana, Iowa plays Nebraska, Wisconsin plays Ohio State. So in order for Illinois to get the best seed possible, which would be the 8th seed, Illinois would have to win today and then you would have to be rooting for Rutgers to beat Indiana and for Wisconsin to beat Ohio State. So if you're like Lauren and you want to 
boil it down to a sentence. <laughs> Illinois, if they win today, plays Thursday. If they lose, they play on Wednesday. Yeah, and um, we don't want to play Wednesday, right? So you need to break this spell that Penn State has over Illinois. I'm not sure how we're going to go about it. Uh, I know Scott Ritchie p- picked uh, Penn State to win the game, and as you mentioned earlier, they are a seven-point favorite in this game. they got the home court, and they've got a little momentum going late in the season, and the momentum that Illinois had has disappeared. It's a funky game in terms of time. You've got the 11 a.m. tip. You've got travel to a different time zone. You've got the time change. Right, hope everybody hope everybody set their clocks uh, forward an hour before they went to bed last night. The last time Illinois had an 11 a.m. tip, there was no shoot-around. Yep. They did do a shoot-around today. I know. That's awful early to be doing it. <laughs> I know Tevy and Jones talking, uh, or no, excuse me, it was Alan Griffin uh, talking to the media yesterday. Didn't give an exact time, but he, he told the guys that Coach was going to get them up early, and they were at the Bryce Jordan Center early today. They can do all the shoot-around they want. They have to play defense Practice defense, think defense, work defense, work together. This what we saw in the last two games against, particularly I mean, Northwestern was terrible, and Indiana just had their way. And these aren't great teams, but they're teams that Illinois just didn't couldn't couldn't get under control. Now Illinois did beat Northwestern, and uh, Illinois uh, certainly didn't beat Indiana. But I I'm not sure what's 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 going on here because all of a sudden the uh, Indiana had. Two turnovers in the first half, eight for the ball game. That is, not, that won't win for Illinois. If Illinois is going to overplay the way they do, they've got to create turnovers. And if they don't create turnovers, they're going to give up layups. They give up 14 layups to Indiana in the first half. And I and think if, it was 23 or something 20, for the game. Right, right. So you just can't, you can't win basketball games giving up the give the other team layups. You just can't. The, the percentage of of those is too high. Certainly befuddling given uh, Illinois' defensive uh, improvement from the start of the season to about the midway point of this season. We'll take another timeout, continue with Fighting Illini Game Day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. We'll hear from Brad Underwood on the other side of this timeout. We've also got our keys to the game and the coach's corner with Orlando Antigua, all taking you up to an 11 a.m. tip, Illinois and Penn State in the regular season finale. Very electric in transition. I, they are one of the best transition teams in this conference, uh, and they're very good at home uh, in that capacity. Uh, they hurt us a great deal uh, with with Stevens bringing the ball, with Reeves bringing the ball, uh, and us just not getting matched up. And uh, and then it was second shots. Uh, they owned the paint. Uh, their their physicality. We did a very very poor job, even um, even trying to guard. Uh, Lamar, he was—I mean, he had his way. Uh, he caught it wherever he wanted. He got it wherever he wanted. Uh, we didn't give him much fight. We got to make his touches much harder. That's Brad Underwood talking about the Penn State Nittany Lions, in particular, toward the end there. Their stud Lamar Stevens averaging 20 points per game, 7.8 rebounds per game. He's had 20 points in nine of the last 12. It is an 11 a.m. tip at the Bryce Jordan Center regular season finale. Illinois 11 and 19, Penn State at 13 and 17. With a win today, Illinois avoids playing on Wednesday 
in the Big Ten tournament next week. Fighting Illini game day and the Rudy Wealth Management pregame show continues. Tim and Lauren with you in our game day studios. Time now for our keys to the game. These are brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign, the unlimited value of the right team. One banking expert will steer you in the right direction. A whole team of them will take you to your destination. Hickory Point Bank invested. They're also brought to you by Loman Ray Insurance. Lauren, we already talked about defense ad nauseum. Is there any Different direction you want to go? Well, maybe. I guess, uh, you know, we all know you have to play better defense, and Illinois has been playing the last few games. Like, Feliz didn't uh, start it. By the way, Feliz started the last um, game against Penn State. That was the time that they benched uh, Frazier. Uh, I like to see all three guards in there, and, and I, I, I think that you, you've got to just offensively, you, you've got to use those three guys. Uh, Io was so absent in that last game, and except that in the last eight minutes he scored 12 points. But it was all after the game was, I don't want to say out, of, you know, lost, but Illinois is well behind, and, and Iowa got moving. And it seemed like the game loosened up. But uh, they've got to be able to figure out some way to get those three guards together and, and all clicking at the same time because in the post, Georgia's going to have troubles against Watkins. Watkins is big and strong, bigger and stronger, jumps higher, be very hard to score against. Ayo Desumu, by the way, looking to be the first true freshman to lead the Illini in scoring. He's averaging 14.1 a game right there with Trent Frazier, who's just behind him. I just want to give you the stats of two other great freshman Illini guards. Darren Williams averaged 6.3 points as a freshman. Harper averaged 8.3. Derek Harper. And this is a guy that's averaging 14. So he's having a better freshman year than the two of the greatest guards in Illinois history. Absolutely. One other note on Georgie Bishanisvili as well. Brad Underwood said he has been uh, dealing with a sinus infection lately, which has limited his. Uh, he's he's gotten winded. Uh, Brad Underwood has said and and had a little bit of trouble breathing. So that's certainly something to keep an eye on today. One other note: Penn State has uh, played a lot of close games. They've had twelve single-digit losses this year. So down the stretch, if it is a tight one, that is certainly something to keep an eye on. Those They've are been there before, haven't they? Absolutely. Those are our keys to the game, brought to you by Hickory Point Bank and by Loman Ray Insurance. Lauren, always a pleasure. All right, thank you. On the other side of this timeout, we'll have the coach's corner. Brian Barnhart talks it over with assistant coach Orlando Antigua. It's the 11 o'clock tip, regular season finale, Illinois and Penn State. <laughs> Fighting Illini Game Day, Rudy Wealth Management pregame show. I'm Tim Dittman in our game day studios. Lauren Tate with me, Evan Kahn producing behind the scenes. 11 o'clock tip in the regular season finale between the Fighting Illini and the Penn State Nittany Lions. The Illini win today. They play on Thursday in the Big Ten Tournament. They lose. They will play on the opening day on Wednesday. It's time now for the Coach's Corner. This is brought to you by Hickory Point Bank in Champaign. Brian Barnhart at shoot-around this morning at the Bryce Jordan Center, and he caught up with the man who has the scout on the Nittany Alliance, assistant coach Orlando Antigua. It's Illinois basketball. It's our final Coach's Corner of the regular season here today as the Illini take on Penn State on this Sunday morning. Uh, do you know what time it is? I mean, you got your time straight? Yeah, I know it's morning time to sun is up and we get a chance to go uh, hook it up one more time against a really tough Penn State team so my body tells me it's like uh, whatever 10 o'clock 7 o'clock 8 o'clock who knows yeah. and you got the guys up early today and got the blood flowing how do you thought they looked uh, they look good they look good um, you know the, the benefit of practicing in the mornings that we've been practicing this whole season um, is that they they get engaged really quickly and and uh, their bodies are conditioned to being up this early and, and, and working and sweating. 
And uh, so I think uh, I th- thought it was good that we get them up and, and get their bodies going. <laughs> Were you an early riser as a college kid? No, I don't no. know many college kids that are. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, so that's, yeah. that's come as you've gotten older. So. It has, it has, it has. And you realize, and we, we were just talking about that, that you get a lot of, a lot more work done in the morning uh, before the phone starts to ring and, and business starts uh, to get operating. Uh, so these mornings have been great for us. Yeah, Well, getting down to business here with Penn State, uh, Lamar Stevens, who is a matchup issue for everybody. Yeah. Uh, how do we do a better job this time? What, what did we not do last time? What do we need to do this time? Well, we did a great job in the second half against him uh, at our place, and but but it was already a little bit too late because he had gotten going. He is a tough matchup for anyone in the conference with his size, his skill set, his ability to make uh, make plays, and his toughness, his physicality. We just got to make his catches difficult. Um, we've got to change up defenses a little bit on them, uh, you know, a big key is, is going to be the 50-50 war. So uh, their possessions are quick, one or two passes, and then they're, they're, they're attacking. Um, but what they're really, really good at is obviously transition transition offense and on the glass. And so we've got to pick a fight once a shot goes up and be physical with them and get to the 50-50 balls that they beat us on at, at our home. When you look at their season, it's it's like they've been playing this way all year, but they lost so many close games that the record didn't really reflect where they were. It, it didn't, it didn't, and that was one of the things, um, you know, that we made an emphasis to t- telling our guys. I said, don't look at the record. They're a young team, and they're learning how to win. But because of how hard they play and defensively, uh, the things that they do, the, the switching and, and, and being aggressive, um, they just needed to fit. They needed the ball to fall their way a little bit, and that's what you're seeing at the end of the season, um, which is why they've been they've been playing great. You know, I know, you know, a lot of the coaches got a lot of high praises for them because of that. When you look at it, you're talking about one and two possession games. I thought uh, in our game, um, I think now it's been probably about 11 or 12 of their last 16, 17 games have been single digits. So. <clears throat> it's pretty impressive. Yeah, and every team needs that that point guard. We saw it with Tennessee. What a difference he made for Indiana. Wheeler's kind of has he done that for them a little bit? Well, we, Wheeler is a is a is their heart and soul of their team. Um, he just he brings. You don't see what how he impacts the game on the stat sheet because you say, oh, he's only averaging three points a game and three assists a game. But his fight, his his tenacity. His defensive presence, his offensive rebounding from a guard spot is is phenomenal, and his extra effort plays that what, what he brings in every game um, that you've watched, he'll make a play just off of his energy and off his effort, whether it be on the ball defensively, chasing down someone from behind, or getting an, uh, an opportune uh, offensive rebound. So he's some, someone that we definitely uh, have to make sure that we keep um, we keep off the glass one, and then when he penetrates that we've got to stay home because he does a great job of feeding and, and making those other guys better around him. We'll take a break. Back here with Orlando Antigua after this from Happy Valley on the Coach's Corner. It is Illinois basketball this morning. Coach's Corner continues here with Orlando Antigua, assistant, of course, on the Illini staff. Um, trying to think Reeves, of course, a uh, guy that steals the ball a lot. Uh, defensively, he's just kind of in your grill. Well, he's, a, he's the veteran on their team. He's a senior on their team, and um, he's probably uh, probably going to win defensive player of the year again uh, in the conference. A guy that's a fast twitch, can play multiple positions, does an unbelievable job of anticipating and shooting gaps, and um, 
<clears throat> he's another guy that uh, I thought had some made some big plays in our first game in terms of hitting opportune threes, uh, getting offensive putback dunks. Just when we were making runs, and, and, and he's someone that's that's it's a great player for them, and has been for you know obviously for his career here, and we we've got to do a good job of knowing that whoever he's guarding, we've got to be careful how we pass the ball to the guys that he's guarding because he does a great job of getting deflections and hands on the ball. Yep, and of course Watkins, he's been around a little while, but uh, you know he's more coming off the bench here in, in some of these games this year, but. Uh, just his length and his size is, is a big factor, I think. His length, his size, and his ability. He's another fast twitch guy that can bounce second and, and third time when you're trying to get off your first one. I thought he did a great job in our game, um, you know, playing off the post and then being able to challenge shots off quickly. And I, th- I thought he affected Georgia a couple times when normally Georgia beats guys off the first move, second move. He's able to recover quick to get a hand on it. Um, and another guy that had we got to keep off the offensive glass because of his size. We'll see what the crowd is today, and you guys can't worry about the crowd. Or you know, the crowds here tend to be smaller than in some other arenas. But um, I know that um, you can't really worry about that, can you? No, you can't. You can't. I mean, that that that's that's great for for if you got a great crowd like we do at home. It, it serves good, for great energy for the home team. But for us on the road, we could care less, and and we've got to go up um, knowing that we've got a lot on the line. And that we want to try to, you know, end the regular season off right and get ready for for the Big Ten tournament with some momentum. Well, certainly that momentum you want that going into the Big Ten tournament because we get to next week, you either win or you're done. Am I right? Yeah, that's correct. <laughs> and it's it's that time of the year, and, and it's it's this exciting time of the year, and you want to go in that with that kind of momentum, knowing that um, in in a tournament that's played every day how difficult it is to prepare for a team like us, one, and how anything can happen. You can get on the roll and find yourself on a Sunday um, making history. So, you know, it's been done in the past, but we got to take care of business here um, today with the tough Penn State team is going to try to come out and be physical. They play just as hard as we do and and make things really difficult for them. I was going to say, there are, there are many teams that play as hard as we do. I mean, we really pressure defensively and Penn State's one of those teams that is one of the few, I think, that matches. Yeah, Penn State, Rutgers uh, also is another team that plays that way. Um, you know, most of the other teams are, are pack line and back backed off. Um, they do a great job of switching and, and switching out aggressively. And uh, they've got the pieces to be able to do that. Um, so those are some of the teams that play just as hard as we do. Yeah. All right. Let's go get them here on this uh, last day of the regular season. Thank you, B. Appreciate it. Appreciate it. That's Orlando Antigua. And this has been the Coach's Corner from Happy Valley. Thank you, Brian. Coach's Corner on Fighting Illini Game Day brought to you by Loman Ray Insurance. WDWS Champaign-Urbana, WHMS Champaign-Urbana. We'll get you to the Bryce Jordan Center momentarily for more Fighting Illini game day coverage. Illinois and Penn State at 11 o'clock in the regular season finale. Other games today on the Big Ten schedule. Rutgers is at Indiana. That is an 11 a.m. start. Iowa visits Nebraska 1 p.m. And number 21, Wisconsin, is at Ohio State at 3.30 P.M. Yesterday, the finals, Purdue beat Northwestern 70-57. Michigan State comes from behind to beat Michigan 75-63. So Purdue and Michigan State share the Big Ten title. And again, the implications today 
for the Illini. The Illini win. They play on Thursday in the Big Ten Tournament, get the single bye. If they lose, they have to play on the opening day Wednesday, and they would have to win five games in five days to win the whole thing. I'll be back with you after the game for the Fasters Etc. postgame show alongside Michael Kaiser and Evan Kahn. We'll take your thoughts on this one. Right now, let's go out to University Park for more pregame coverage.